everybody. This is Jenna. And I'm Noelle. And you're listening to More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder is not your typical true crime podcast. Join us on a weekly tour through the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our Freaky Fridays. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Yes, hello. It is Freaky Friday, and we got a spooky episode. Yes. So, who's ready for a supremely haunted prison with a very dark history? I am. Haven't done a prison in a while. No, not in a while. I think Montana was the, the, the first prison I did. Now, I have had the privilege of visiting this place. I have been in the walls mm-hmm. of, well, you guys already know what the episode is. I talk with all this mystery, but you already know from the title of the damn thing. I know. So yes, I have been to Eastern State Penitentiary. It is large and beautiful and it's awesome. So if you can visit, definitely do. And it is located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So stop the prison and then go get a cheesesteak. You will not be sorry. <laughs> I will. I tell Sean all the time, we should go back. <laughs> so I can go to the prison and so I can get another cheesesteak. <laughs> I almost just said cheesecake. <laughs> uh, I do that. No, I literally do that all the time. I, I'll be like, Philly to Sean, cheesecake. Like, you want some cheesecakes? <laughs> I'm like, shit. Yes, I do. Uh, and I'm making one today. Great. <clears throat> anyway. What do you tell Kayla? Here's your cheesesteak. I should. I should. I should be like, here's your strawberry cheesesteak. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. So, Eastern State Penitentiary. The doors opened for the prison in October of 1829. It was the first penitentiary, and it was a, uh, designed around penitents. Okay? Dictionary time. Whoop, whoop. Haven't done one of those in a little while. So the word for dictionary time is penitence. Penitence is the action of feeling or showing sorrow and regret for having done wrong. So it seems like, hmm, could probably be good for, you know, a prison. I think Ghost Rider gave the stare of penance. I believe that's what it's called. Could be. They would look into their eyes and pretty much burn their eyes out because they'd be seeing all oh, the bad things. Oh, that makes doing. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And if you're a bad dude, I mean, you want people to repent for the things that they've done. Mm-hmm. So, makes sense. Prisons at this time were actually run under the Auburn system or the New York system. Huh. <clears throat> Interesting. Yes, yes. And that involved labor all day and lockup at night. So they were worked very hard. They thought that manual labor was something that would free the mind and rehabilitate people who have done hard crimes. Sounds like Camp Green Lakes and Dig Holes. Oh, God, that's such a good movie. <laughs> <clears throat> no. Bill's character. Uh-huh, sure. As he's spitting his sunflower seeds, you disgusting yeah. prick. So, so, yes, that is usually what prisons were, but Pennsylvania was like, you know... We're going to do something different. You know, the Quakers got together and apparently like Benjamin Franklin was there and they were talking about this whole idea of penitence. So this new Pennsylvania system was different and thought to be revolutionary. And the basis was separate confinement. Instead of multiple prisoners per cell, as we know, many prisons at this time are two, three, five people per one cell. They had one per cell. Wow. Nice. No. (laughs) <laughs> Not at all. You'd think. You'd be like, oh, I got my own space. Right. It was complete solitary confinement. Now, usually in a, like, you have, like, the hole and you have an area where you do your solitary. This entire prison is solitary at this point. So we're going to get into, like, the treatment, but I want to get into the architecture. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yes. It is so gorgeous. It's got, like, these castle walls and it looks like a medieval fortress. It's a fortress, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Now, the um, architecture is a hub and spoke plan. So there is a large octagon right in the middle where the guard would be posted. And then off of that radiates the cell blocks. Okay. All right. <clears throat> now, if you're picturing it in your head, picture like a bicycle tire. Hub mm-hmm. and spokes. And there's pictures on the blog. There are pictures on the blog. This was beneficial because the guard in the middle could see straight down any cell block he wanted to with the turn of a chair. So he could keep an eye on every single area. Brilliant. Right? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. No, I mean, other prisons even to this day use it. Yeah. It's it's just a good plan. 
The cells themselves were built out of concrete and featured a single skylight, which re- uh, represented the eye of God. Ah. And made prisoners know that God was always watching. What if these people aren't religious? Mm. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's like 1829, 1830 at this point, so... I feel like if you're committing certain crimes, you're, not, you're probably not the most religious of people. No, you're probably not, but... I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't think I don't think a lot that they of people give a were shit if, about fucking. You're kind of made to give a shit. It don't matter, but it it at least brought in light for them, so they weren't in complete darkness. Now, the cells inside Eastern State were also ahead of their time. There were faucets with running water hmm. and flushable toilets. Wow, they were like ahead of the White House at this point. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? These prisoners are like, mm, I'm living better than the president. Yeah, I guess so. Now, <clears throat> inside they also had a heating system. Cells had curved pipes, which had hot water run through them, and it would heat the cells. Mm-hmm. Probably not to my comfortable 70 degrees, but... I mean, floorboard heating is still a thing, and yep, yep. also in the greenhouse at Whalen Cohocton, they they heated through the cement floor, and it was the same Ugh, thing. I love water pipes. It's it was so like yeah, it's a, it was it's wonderful. a nice. So it's actually quite too. quite nice, probably. Yep. So, given the luxury of the cells, Eastern State was not a fun place to be. Prisoners were locked in cells twenty three hours out of the day, and each cell actually had like an adjoining yard. So it wasn't like you all go out to this one big yard. Each cell at the back had its own little yard. <laughs> they cool. are not. Like, we've been in one of them. They're not very nice. <laughs> but it's still an area where you could go outside and get some fresh yeah, air. Yeah, better than nothing. Yep. So, while they were out there, I think they were allowed, like, an hour. You got, like, two 30 minutes throughout the day. Okay. And then, other than that, you were just inside your cell. Yeah. Drinky, drinky. <laughs> and uh, while they were out there and while they were in their cells, they were permitted, they were not permitted to speak. To anybody whatsoever. They could not make noise, couldn't ask a question, could not do anything. Okay. They were only allowed the Bible for reading. It's the only book offered. Okay. <laughs> and of course, you know, they, oh, you got to repent your sins to God. That's the whole point of a penitentiary at this point. Uh-huh. Now, the only human contact prisoners would have were when guards fed them through feeding slots in the walls. These were these little doors that opened, and then it had, like, a tiny little slot. Uh-huh. Food would be pushed through, and that was it. Okay. Even, like, at the beginning, there weren't, like, cell door, like, like big cell doors at the, like, the front. They, like, built that in later. Because it was literally, like, you shut in, you're done. We don't need to open this again until you come out, and you just get food through there. It, it was nuts. I'm confused. <laughs> there were, like, I think there were, like, small little doors, but it wasn't, like... They would bring them through, like, the back or something. Like, it wasn't, like, set up to where it was, like, all these prison cells. Yeah. How you see them now with, like, these big, like, the doors. Things. Yeah, things like that. Because hmm. you weren't allowed to, like, look out, stare out your bars and stuff like that either. No contact. Now, um, the other times that they would um, get to see people, according to Wikipedia, the warden was required to visit each, each prisoner once daily. Mm-hmm. And the guards had to check in three times daily. Okay. Okay? So they didn't just, like, plop them in there and leave them there. Nobody knows if they're dead or not. Yeah. Somebody's I mean, smelling. There, there were definitely people checking in. Probably not well. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. There wasn't anything I read, but I just had a feeling where I was like, the warden probably just signed off he did that. Well, I hope not. A lot of times wardens care about their people. <laughs> Sometimes, or yeah. their job, just, at least. Ugh. It's quite barbaric in yeah. this prison and, like, the, the system around it. So, like, ugh, I don't know. I just have bad feelings. Now, those imprisoned rarely left their cells. Bathing would occur every two weeks. And any time a prisoner was taken out of the cell, they would be hooded. So they could not be seen or speak to anybody. Okay. Yep. Why did they have to look so much like the KKK? Dude, it's terrifying. Those masks are terrifying. I don't like it <laughs> at all. But why have eye holes here? Terrible. Either? Go find that on the blog. Yeah, find it on the blog. Yeah. Blog. Um, it's also said that the guards wore fabric or felt on the bottom of their shoes so that they didn't, like, clack around, the ho- like, the cells. So it's just eerily so quiet inside this prison. I'm guessing it would echo really badly if they didn't. Well, yeah. Big. I mean... <laughs> 
even when I, like, I talk about it later, like, it's an echoey fucking building. Yeah, that's to probably, this day. Like, probably didn't want tippity-tappity, tippity-tappity, tippity-tappity. Well, tippity. no, you're sitting there reading your Bible in your silence. Yeah. You can't be distracting with clackety shoes. No. No. Clackety so, shoes are against God. <laughs> <laughs> they probably are. Probably. Oh. Now... Um, sorry, I lost my spot. With the complete solitary confinement and lack of any human contact, it's no surprise that inmates went a little crazy. Madness was rampant. The treatment, uh, <clears throat> the treatment which they received inside Eastern State also did not help. Mm-hmm. Some of these methods were literal torture, and they were instituted for discipline purposes. <sighs> Hold on. Trigger warning. Oh, boy. I don't know. Like, should I? I guess maybe trigger warning. I don't know. It's just, it's not great how they were treated. So if someone made a noise or, God forbid, talked, their tongue would be put in a scary contraption. A scary contraption. It literally attached your tongue to your wrists by chains, and it had, like, a vice on it. So every time that you moved, your tongue would be torn and cut. You just had to stay there. Yeah. It's terrifying. I need to see this contraption, though. I mean, there are, like, blueprint pictures of it, but I don't understand from the picture, like, how it... it, Like, it looks weird in the picture. I would need to see, like, an actual... An actual photo. One or something of how it, like, is in the mouth. Because they said that, yeah, it it connects by chain your wrist behind your back. Oh, behind your back. And then you have... I would assume behind your back. I mean, maybe it's down here. But anytime you move at all, because it's tight... Mm-hmm. tearing of any sort to your tongue. It's like an old medieval device, too, they mm-hmm. used to use. Well, yeah, it sounds like something from England in that, that room. There's that, that museum that has all the old torture stuff there oh, yes. in England. Anytime you can go anywhere, like, even they have uh, at the Renaissance fairs and stuff, they have, like, old devices that you can see as you walk through these little museums. Oh, it's awesome to see. Yeah, so if you spoke or anything, you know, just expect to be chained up and possibly rip your tongue out. Mm-hmm. Won't talk after that. Now, it gets slightly worse. Water baths were also a form of punishment. Prisoners would be doused in freezing cold water, then strung up on the outside walls, usually like in the winter, like the freezing months. Jesus. Until a layer of ice was formed on their bodies. How did they not die? My probably God. Probably some did. I'm going to say some probably did. I would say your temperature drops up that quickly like that. Yep, you're just, you're done, you know? Now, they also had a mad chair. This was a restraint chair of types, and it's probably for those being, like, more physically behavioral. Like, they're hard to keep down, and they needed extra oomph, I mm-hmm. guess. Ugh. They would be strapped into this chair with leather restraints and left for days. Some prisoners were strapped in so tightly, they needed amputations afterwards. So it's literally Holy just crap. cutting Crushing off this, your veins. And... Yeah, and cutting off circulation to areas, mm-hmm. and you're just left there. Just left. It's it's knocking fucks, man. So that mouth thing is called the iron gag. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I found that blueprint you were talking about. Yeah, chains, and then, like, this, this mouthpiece. They used to have one in the medieval times, and it was, like, a, <clears throat> I think women. Like, if they talked out of turn or they were in town saying things they shouldn't, mm-hmm. it would be put on, and it was this big face mask, and then it had, like, this, these mm-hmm. teeth, and your tongue would go through it, and, yeah, any movement or anything would, like, or any time you tried to talk. Oh, it's awful. Because someone thought of coming up with these things. I know! Who's sitting around that boardroom being, like... Let's How can we torture this. somebody the most? I know. It's crazy. It's awful. Yeah, this device doesn't make sense, though. It's quite basic. It's different than what I had pictured. Yeah, I was like, hmm, I want to like see that, like, in action. Yeah, I You know, know what I mean? I want to see it, yeah, like... Yeah, I know. Yeah, not, like, in action, <laughs> but, like, on a dummy, I guess. Yeah, because it really <laughs> doesn't make sense. No, that's why, like, I didn't include a picture, guys. There yeah. is a picture, but I didn't include one. Just, just Google I was just, like, the iron gag. That's why I got it. confusing, but yeah, yes. It looks like a bracelet, like I said. Yeah, I know, but, yeah, no, it attaches to um, maybe one wrist, maybe both wrists. Yeah, it attaches knows. to a wrist. That way, you know, if you move... And think about how often you move your hands. You have an itch. You have, like, you can't move in this thing. And how long do they leave it on for, for those people? I didn't really say a time, but probably a long time. Probably, like, all day or something. Or or maybe, depending on the offense. How often you talked or, you know, what you said. It could have just been, yeah. Because somebody says, I love you. They chain them up then? Yeah. 
probably. Yeah, because they didn't care. You're not allowed to talk. Solitary confinement. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these people are like petty burglars and things. Like some bad, bad, bad people, but some like, you know, petty crimes are in there. And it's like, damn, that sucks. Yeah, that's pretty hard for petty crimes. (laughs) It's like Les Mis, you steal a loaf of bread and now you got to like pull this boat. Executed. (laughs) Awful. (laughs) (laughs) Pull this boat. Uh, yeah, so the treatment, like, is awful, and it wasn't even a secret. You know how a lot of these places, like, eat, like, a sand asylum and things like, it's like, ooh, no, you can't know about that shit. We're not supposed to be doing that. Well, no, they were offering tours. During? Yeah, yeah. So while it was, like, an operation, they would, like, let people tour. And mind you, prisoners could not even really get... They would get, like, some visitors, I guess, but it wasn't often. They didn't have a visitor program. It was literally, like, you're just seeing the warden and the guards day in and day out. But then other people can come through and see this new revolutionary system in action. And now, is I'm guessing it's like a don't speak unless spoken to kind of thing. Because if the warden's going around, at least hopefully they can say some words to the warden. If the I warden, think, yes. It's probably yeah, like it's if like you're in your cell and there's nothing to interact like with nobody or talking. in there. Yeah. And you're not like... If a guard asks you a question, you're required to answer. If, if yes, somebody of the... Yes. So but you speak were, when spoken to. And like the way that they would organize their outside time... like was When no one was around. Well, well you, literally it was like your cell was here and then there was like a back like garden on yeah. here and you would just go out there and just kind of stand and the walls were all like rock and oh like yeah so it was just open roof air yeah yeah it that was it like it wasn't really like, like no no it was all like bricked off and they wouldn't put like say i'm in cell 10 and you're in cell 11 I would go at this time, you would not go at the same time. Right. Because they do not want a shouting over the walls. You weren't allowed to try to talk to people, mm-hmm. send notes, nothing was allowed. So probably when the warden was in there, yes. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. I'll ask you a question and you can You're say, sir, yes, yeah, sir, no, sir, or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that was about That's it. the extent. Yep. Yep. So with them giving tours, uh, Charles Dickens visited in 1842. Okay. Okay. Uh, on the easternstate.org website, they stated after he visit, he wrote, quote, The system is rigid, strict, and hopeless solitary confinement, and I believe it in its efforts to be cruel and wrong. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they were showing what was happening. They knew that it was solitary they confinement. They're us. not allowed to talk. They're not allowed to do this. And they are going to come out better men for it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yep. So... This structure of solitary confinement and separation actually started going out of style by the early 1900s. It's barbaric. You can't yeah. you can't do it for that long. It's it's wrong. They also realized that more and more people are being sent to prison, so we need to utilize it a little bit better as other prisons were already doing with, you know, all their overcrowding. Mm-hmm. So they kept, you know, building. They were adding on cell blocks. There is a picture on the blog that shows, like, what it was designed to look like and then, like, what the blueprint looked like at the end with all the additions because they expanded this damn thing. Now, I know it's solitary confinement and everything, but Uh at least I feel like they didn't want... they Obviously, if they had overcrowding, then people would be able to talk. But at least it seems like they they tried to prevent against overcrowding. I mean, they added extra cell blocks instead of stuffing mm. people in together. Well, you know, like, it will get into overcrowding because okay. nowhere is... But at first they tried, it seems. Like, well, they added was, the extra rows instead of, like, combining people. Yeah, yeah. You know, when they knew, you know, that that they were going to start getting more people and things like that, they were like, okay, if we want to keep this solitary confinement, we will mm-hmm. have to get bigger. But by the time that it was phasing out, they, I mean, they're still going to, they're still going to overcrowd a bit. They are, unfortunately. I'd rather be solitary than in a room with fucking way too many people, other criminals that I don't even want to be in a room with. <laughs> I guess I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know how I feel about it because in complete silence and the way that they were, like, you do start going a little nutty. When mm-hmm. you have no one to talk to, you have nothing, you can't, if it was like nowadays where you could have like a little TV or like, you know, like little things to preoccupy your time, maybe, but back, uh-uh, man, I'd have gone insane. Just reading the Bible. I would have gone the insane Bible. reading the Bible. The yeah. Bible, just. No offense. Yeah, no, just the Bible. That's all you get. That's all you get. It's nuts. 
So, so yeah. So once they started phasing that out, single cells started to become doubles. And the prison, which was once made to hold 250 people, grew to hold 1,700 people. Okay. So it definitely, you know, it, they're... But they, they're, they, you, they're doubling up the cells, at least. I don't know. You know, at this point, I don't think it's like two, three, four people. Yeah, and they added those extra... They did add because they were so. like, okay, we do need this, but we are yeah. going to have to double up the cells, unfortunately. That's good. Not overcrowding yet. Not yet. I mean, eh, they probably were. <laughs> I mean, it, I think it was always at a point where they were just... Oh, shit. Because prisons just kept building and kept building and kept building. It still just was never enough. Mm-hmm. Hopefully... There were times when it wasn't too bad, but I don't know. They also um, opened up the dining hall. So they were not in, you know, their rooms when they ate. They were able to eat in, you know, the congregation and Mm -hmm. talk and do their whole thing now. Um, Even though the solitary confinement aspects ended, things still were not great. So in the 1930s, there were a lot of riots and escape attempts Prisoners were unhappy, they had no activities, and they said idleness was slowly driving them mad. So they're just sitting there. Mm -hmm. They have this person to talk to, but other than that, you know, they're not doing... Are they not doing work anymore? Mm. Because at least that should keep them busy. I think they were. I think there were prison... There's always been prison labor and stuff like that. But other than that, there weren't other, like, movie nights or, or music you could learn or anything else for like Montana State they had different activities for these people so they didn't go Mm -hmm. fucking insane they didn't really have that here so prisoners um in 1945 sorry not prisoners in 1945 12 men had enough they planned to tunnel out of the prison to their freedom this is one of the most famous escape stories like when you go there they'll show you like the cell where the tunnel was made and they use spoons I will get to it. <laughs> Prisoner Clarence Kleindienst, sure, was the mastermind, and he had a background as a mason and a plasterer. So he kind of knew what the tunnel, like, he knew how to fuck around concrete, and he was like, all right, you know, I can get us out of here. And now this is 12 men trying to escape. That's they, a lot to try to escape. They used <laughs> spoons and can lids. Oh, wow. Ouch. And dug their way out. They, like, dug <laughs> underground. And I guess the prison cell was, like, one that was kind of used as storage, so it wasn't really being used for much. And for some reason, since he was, like, a mason or something, they were like, you can, like, Was it a dirt floor? I mean, they're not, like, no, it's, it's concrete. They're going through concrete. Like, they're, it's, like, there's a picture, kind of, of, it's just, like, in the corner of a cell at the bottom of the wall. And they, they, you know, do the opening, and then they just... How'd they open it without a saw or a jackhammer? Dude, the guy did it. They did it with metal spoons and can lids. This guy was a mason and a plasterer, and he just knew how to do it. I don't... A can lid ain't going to slice through concrete. Apparently it did. It I don't doesn't. Know. I'm, I need more information on this. I'm gonna You're not going to find... I'm going to have to dig farther. literally just said. Yeah, but it's... Spoons and can lids. That doesn't get through concrete. I don't care what they want to say. That will not get through concrete. And it's also 1945, so they don't have a lot of... I mean, it's not like today where you can get a saw. Well, no, but a spoon and a can lid won't go through concrete. That's what they said. That's just facts. So that's what I'm saying. I'm going to have to seriously dig into this instance because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, they, t- they tell me Anybody out. now will tell you. No, you can't get through. That's why jackhammers exist. <laughs> well, of course, but I don't think the concrete was like the concrete we have today. It was probably more malleable. There were probably ways that he could figure out how to, like, get it so that you could cut it with what you had. Because it wasn't just a regular, like, it wasn't just some Tom Dick who's like, I'm going to use a spoon. Well, no, I know, this. but. Like, he, he, like, a plasterer. Plaster I is it not as, concrete. Plaster is walls. Well, yeah, but they, I think they were using a lot of concrete at the time, so a plasterer might know more about the concrete that they used. And he was a mason, so, like, he's just using construction-type things. I guess. So he had the advantage. No, it doesn't sound like much of an advantage to me. <laughs> for the, I mean, for the time, I think it was. <laughs> and, hey, they, they were able to tunnel out. Now, the 12 men, including Kleindienst and Willie Sutton, who we will get back into, so remember that name. Okay. They made it out of the prison successfully. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> they were recaptured like 10 minutes later. Of course they were. They, yeah. 
And I'll uh, get into it right now. Over the years that Eastern State was operational, over 100 inmates attempted escape. Out of those 100, only one was ever successful. Only one. I don't know what, maybe the towers, maybe the fact that they're like, bam, right in the middle of a city square. I don't know what it was, but no one got away with it. No one. Now, the one who was successful, his name was Leo Callahan. Mm -hmm. He and some others apparently built a rickety wooden ladder, and they used it to climb over the wall. The big-ass fucking wall. Mm -hmm. Scary. I don't know where they got the lumber or anything like that, but they, they built this rickety ladder, and they That's climbed. more believable than cutting through concrete with spoons and a canvas. It fucking happened. <laughs> it happened. It happened at Alcatraz. It always happens. I don't understand it either, but things just were not as good back then, apparently. Things didn't, weren't made as good. So uh, the other men that he was with were captured quickly, but Callahan was never found. Even to, like, his dying day. He just ran away and... I guess. <laughs> he was like a burglar or something. I can't remember. But, uh, but yeah, so while we're on the subject of inmates, let's talk about some of the notable inmates who spent their time at Eastern State. Okay. Arguably the most famous was El Capone. Al Capone. Of course. So I feel like we need, like, El Capone merch. Because <laughs> he's been in, like, five of our fucking episodes. It's like just a shirt with just Al Capone. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Uh, so Eastern State was actually his first prison sentence, mm-hmm. and it was due to a weapons charge. So he was caught probably with that big old Tommy gun, and he's like, nope, you're going away. And if you guys have a good memory from previous episodes, you'll know where else he was. Oh, yes. He's been a lot of places. Yep. <laughs> so he lived very comfortably while in Eastern State. His cell was decked out with luxuries, fine furniture, rugs, and he even had, like, a big radio. It was just... And he had a single. He didn't I think most people were like doubled up at this time still, yeah. but they were like, oh no, Al Capone gets a single. Uh-huh. No, no, you don't. No, you fucking don't. So his cell has been recreated. It still sits just as it did back in 1929. Neat. I, I don't know if they opened it, opened it. Like we had to look through like a, like a door window kind of thing. It wasn't like you could walk in. I don't know if that was new or if it's something they have to pay more for. I I, I don't know. I, I can't speak Weird. on that. But when I went, it was like you look through a door and you can see it. Now, William, Slick Willie, Sutton, <laughs> Slick Willie. Yeah, that's, do they understand what that means? No, and <laughs> I didn't. I wrote it 13 times and I didn't until I just read it. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay. You got a slick one there, Willie. Oh, it's a slick Willie. <laughs> slick Willies. I can't. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he is another uh, William Sutton. We'll just call him William Sutton. Okay. So he is another notable inmate. You may remember him from the attempted tunnel escape. Yeah. So he spent 11 years in Eastern State, and he was one. Uh, uh, he was known as one of the most famous bank robbers in American history. Hmm. Even though I've never heard of him. Okay. So he's the most famous, but I've never heard of him. Never heard of him. I guess he's credited with robbing like over 50 banks, okay. and he was just in and out. That's of what they mean. And probably just, the most famous because he's like he, the, done the, the most. biggest. He's yeah, the most probably. Most yeah, yeah. So inmate C dash two five five nine. Is our next notable inmate and happens to be a dog. Yeah. 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 You heard that right. Yeah. Pep the dog. So was he literally in prison? So he came to Eastern State August in 1924. Uh, we'll we'll get into it on the story and all the things about Pep. But yes, he he lived at Eastern State. Well, but he wasn't like crammed in a cell. In solitary uh, confinement for his whole life. No, I don't know. No, okay, he wasn't good. treated badly. We'll get in. We'll get into it. So, I love Pep. I actually have a magnet on my fridge of Pep's mugshot. We went and I was like, "Oh my god, look at the Pep! Look at the Pep!" <laughs> and we had to get it because he is just this adorable black lab, and he's just so mm-hmm. cute. So, the lore surrounding Pep is that he was a cat murdering dog, <sighs> and that is why he was sent to ESP. Pep had been sentenced because, I guess, he killed the cat of the governor's wife. Uh. 
Mm-hmm. That's that's the big story. Okay. okay. He was given the mugshot. He got an inmate number, and they even added him to the prison ledger. <laughs> so you can read that it says like reason of offense, murder, and then it says life sentence. <sighs> it's all yeah. It's all official. Now, the real story is that the prison was overcrowded, morale was really low, and Pep was brought to raise the spirit. His literal name, Pep. Yeah, yeah. Let's get Peppy. (laughs) I guess they did it at another prison somewhere else, and they were like, oh, you know, it helped a lot. Let's get this dog. We'll give him a cute story. And then after, because there was a bunch of backlash, they were like, oh, you can't put this dog, and this dog is being tortured now in this prison, and... Yeah, it, it was this big media thing, so. So I wonder if by now when Pep is there, they've got regular, like, great doors for the cells, or do they have, like... It's 1924. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. By so 1924, cell now. they are also, like... Integrated with, well, have doubles. In yes, themselves. yes, exactly, exactly. So when they did that, they pretty much changed how they couldn't see out of there and everything like that. Yeah, and they added doors, like, early, too. Because they said that, like, the doors that were added, like, if you go, you'll notice that the doors are really short. They're not, like, the normal height of a person. And they said that was because if you had to bow down, that showed, like, your repentance and your reverence and all that fucking bullshit. So. Duh. You gotta bow. To duck to to get into the door. You have to bow to get in and see your godlight. Yes. It was all surrounding that fucking shit. So. Yeah. Lastly, with the inmates, we have Freda Frost. Is it Frida? Because I see Frida a lot with, like, the eye. I I think it's going to be Frida. Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to read it uh, Frida, but I was like, is it Freda? So, yes, women were in Eastern State. They actually were moved to another facility, like, early 1900s. And uh, Freda, Frida was the last of the women to leave ESP. So she's huh. the last woman, the OG. Um, I didn't see a lot in the history of how the women were treated. I'm sure they yeah. were treated the same. But I didn't see, like, a lot of the other prisons. It's, like, it, it goes into detail about the women wards and how they weren't great and how it was, like, not separated and things like that but i, I think Eastern State, they were i think they were treated the same i think it was segregated and you're not leaving your cell so they're even safer in eastern state than right. anywhere else mm-hmm. except for guards <laughs> who knows so she was arrested for murdering her husband by use of poison and when i visited i took a photo of what looks like her prison file they had like hanging mm-hmm. so noelle can you uh read some of that good lord can you see it? I made it big. I could read it. Does it say she was born in 3981? So that's 1881. 1881. Yes, 9th, yes. You don't have to read like every part, but there are some cool things that like they talk about like Her, when she, she completed conference. school yeah. and the age. Like it was just weird. She stuff, was from so. Germany. Mm-hmm. She do Let's see. Went to public school for seven years. Yep. Yep. She yep. left at 13 years old. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. She was Protestant. Yeah. Did not smoke. She is a widow. <laughs> well. Yeah, she would be. Well, yeah. She had a child. She only had $4.13 on her when she came to the prison. Sounds about right. She had three bracelets, two earrings, 11 spoons. Yeah, it's good stuff. A I think it's supposed to say watch. That's what One I was thinking. Watch. It's very misspelled. Watch and chain, locket and chain, stone out of there. Eight rings, yeah. three stones out, two cuff buttons, two charms, and a breast pin. Looks like she has one large scar of a burn on her right finfert. Finger, I'll bet you. <laughs> Probably finger. Uh, no, right finfert ridge of nose flat. Hmm. She's, oh. got, she's got a flat ridge of her nose. Well, and then 18 whatevers. Probably fucking <laughs> can't spell for shit. So she was actually in for murder. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. You can see her sentence, too. There's yep, a minimum and sentence, a maximum. Yep, sentenced minimum, I believe, 20, oh no, minimum 24 yep. years and three months. And then the maximum was 39 years and four months. Yeah, for murder. For poisoning her hubby hubby. Crazy. And it. Shows her alias she went out under, which was just Frida Frost, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, like, any name. Like, maybe her maiden name would have been her alias, but... Well, no, unless, like, some 
people went by, like, Wild Bill. That's his alias. Well, yeah, that's true. But, like, a lot of times, like, you can put in, like, when you're... When you're married and you have to put something in for, like, a background check or something, a lot of times you'll put, like, the maiden name in there as an alias because then it will look for other things <laughs> under that name. So, especially for, like, married women. Yeah. But, yes, that is Frida. She she was the OG. She had brown hair. <laughs> That's on there, too. Uh, and, yeah, she was the last to leave when the women were kicked out of Eastern State Penitentiary and moved to... Another area. She was also 13 when she left her house. Maybe she, she got married. At 13 yeah, and maybe left she... school at 13. Or she might have been, I think at that time it could have been more of like, you're going to go to work. So she might have lived in an estate and like nannied or, or cooked yeah. or cleaned or anything like that. So. But she does have a mole on her face, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Wow. She sure does. Okay. She sure does. So, yeah. Those are those, are those inmates. Uh, a riot, which took place in 1961, started discussions about the closure of Eastern State. Uh, by this time, things were just, it's its still overcrowded, it's expensive to run, inmates are unhappy, um, and apparently electrical and mechanical systems were just not doing good. It was old. They didn't want to have to go in and like re-update everything in this massive freaking facility. So they decided, 1971... We're just going to call it a day. We're going to start using the different smaller state, federal, jail, prison things and uh, move on. It is open now for tours. They say it's like, it's decayed, but they keep it so that it'll be, they want to keep it looking old, yeah, but they maintain but it enough, enough to, yeah, so that it'll stand the test through. of times. Um, you can pretty much freely explore the place too. Like they'll give you like a headset tape thing so oh, you can listen cool. to like an audio tour as you go and then you just yeah you just walk down all of the different fucking cell blocks some are closed off of Me. course but uh but yeah you can you can definitely do that uh at certain times they'll have like guided tours like sean and i did one of the hospital wing so you get like a tour guide and he'll just tell you about you know because tb was big at this time mm -hmm. they had to have an operating room they were doing those barbaric surgeries in there mm -hmm. uh so that's got to be pretty cool area yeah i've been it is <laughs> uh they usually hold a haunted house inside the prison around halloween uh it's called terror behind the walls yeah and it's it's supposed to be pretty fucking scary let me go um i did read somewhere though this is kind of a bummer that they aren't doing it they didn't do it this year they're like changing the halloween experience a uh they call it halloween nights now they have, like, a bunch of different attractions and then huh. just other... And some people said it wasn't very scary, not as scary, but I don't know. I don't know. But at, at least they're still doing something. Yeah. But a lot of people were bummed about terror behind the walls being taken away. So that's not cool. Um, if you want to visit, uh, you can go to the easternstate.org website. The link will be in the blog. And that will give you, like, all of the, the address and all of that stuff. It's not hard to find. It's literally right in the center of a city. It's You drive down a road and bam, you see this medieval fucking castle. And then like a city bank. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely incredible. So now that we know the history, let's jump to the haunted, spooky, ghostly stories which come from behind the tall walls of Eastern State Penitentiary. Okay. Where there is death, pain, or trauma, a lot of times there are also hauntings. Of course. Eastern State is no different. Mm -hmm. With conditions which drove men mad, as well as murders and suicides, it's no wonder why it's a sought-after location for paranormal investigators. Mm -hmm. There are occurrences ranging from whispers and giggles to full-bodied apparitions, and each cell block has its own different activity. So <laughs> it's just, it's, it comes alive. Cell block 12, many hear just voices, laughs, giggles, screams, just it's, it's just voices all around you. Cell block 6 is known for shadow figures. And cell block 4, ghost faces. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't see any ghost faces on my visit, and I want to. I think next time I'm going to start looking for some ghost faces. Oh, well, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Girl can dream, right? I've been so. taking pictures everywhere of everything none of my pictures turned out anything unfortunately wasn't I there one that i showed you that i circled no i looked at another one it's just it's it's the rocks are like broken up there so it looked 
Yeah. Like, it was kind of coming out, but it was just, yeah, no. It was just a blurry section of that spot on the ceiling. Okay. Yeah, because I had others in, in... Succession. Yes, yes, that's the word. So, yes, I didn't I didn't have anything. We'll kind of get into it a little bit, but um, there's actually a pretty cool story which comes from cell block four. Gary Johnson, a locksmith, he had been tasked with removing an old lock before the prison was open for tourists. So he's working away, and he starts to just feel as if he's being watched. Mm -hmm. It's very strong, and he's just kind of thrown off by it. He turns, checks down the cell block, sees nothing, goes back to work. Soon, he feels the same thing, stronger this time. He freezes. He goes, looks, nothing. As he goes to turn back around, he sees a black shadow dart across the hallway. Ooh. Yeah. Creepy. Mm-hmm. Freaking creepy. He also claims that he has seen ghost faces appear, and they're, like, dancing on the cell walls. Because it's literally just concrete. There's nothing on these cell walls. It's just big concrete domes mm -hmm. and uh, the light from the skylight. So, yeah, he just saw these faces just dancing. That's Awesome. I want to see it. I want to see it. Which I know some of the cell blocks were closed off. I don't know. Maybe cell block four was one that was closed off. I could be wrong, though. Don't quote me. It was like four years ago. It's fucking forever. So, um, yeah, that's, that's very scary. That is one of the most credited um, reports that come from Eastern State. And he... He's been on, like, the ghost shows talking about his story and, and all that stuff. Like many other haunted places, footsteps are common and orbs are often seen. There are also reports of cell doors slamming shut and opening on their own. You'll go down a hall and they'll be like, oh, that door was closed. Now it's open. Mm -hmm. How'd that happen? Blood-curdling screams and cries are also heard as if someone is actively being tortured. Good God. As we know, they literally were. Yeah. So that's probably residual terrible stuff. Mm -hmm. The apparition of a man thought to be the spirit of a guard is often seen in yeah. towers. Like he's keeping watch over his prison. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet people walk by that prison every day. Yeah, probably. Because it's, you, if you're it's walking right to work, it's literally in the middle of the city. Yeah. So you never know. So it's like how. be walking and see, bam, guys standing there. It's just like bus state insane asylum. Yeah. College yeah. is right next door. Uh -huh. You never know what you're going to see. In the area which tells the women's cells, there is an apparition which they refer to as the soap lady. Could not find out. I side googled like why she would have been called the soap lady. And she was only mentioned on one of my sources. Okay. So, <laughs> so yes, she is the soap lady. Interesting. It, it could be because she's like wearing white. I don't, she's all in white. Apparently she's just sitting there in the last cell on that corridor just... Just sitting there, hanging out, all in white. Hmm. And they're always all in white. Every time you hear, like, a ghost of a lady, she's always in white. So, yes. Interesting. Yeah. I, I wish I knew why they called her the soap lady, but I, I, I <laughs> side-googed and I couldn't freaking find it. So, uh, with all this activity, it's all pretty recent within, like, you know, once they opened it and people started touring. But Eastern State was having some pretty spooky activity even before the doors closed. So they say, like, back in the 40s, there were reports coming out, like, guards and prisoners just being like, what the fuck is going on? This place is creepy. Hmm. But the most haunted, or the most haunted, <laughs> the most famous um, was Al Capone. He was said to have been haunted during his time at the prison. There were reports of him screaming at night for a Jimmy to leave him alone. Now, this Jimmy is thought to be the spirit of Jimmy Clark, one of the victims of the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. I was going to say, this sounds familiar. We already talked uh -huh. about this in that episode, I think. Yep. So, uh, yeah, he mm -hmm. apparently didn't do it, but he was haunted by the guy who did it. But also, Al Capone had syphilis. Now, this was early in his life. I don't know when his syphilis started. Vivid but, dreams and hallucinations. But, and... I mean, dude lost his fucking shit yeah. at the end of his life. He couldn't keep stuff straight. He was in La La Land all the uh -huh. time. Like, had the brain of, like, a 12-year-old. He was fucked. Yeah. So, I don't know if that contributes. Maybe it could, but we insane. could also just think it doesn't. Well, I don't think it does because it was, like, in 1929. Like, earlier, you know, in his, like, his first prison stint. So... If it was later on when that shit really was going down, yeah, he might maybe not even I would have believed it. Then. 
Exactly. I don't know when he contracted it, but let me Google. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when did, <laughs> did Al Capone get syphilis? <laughs> Which maybe they talk about it in the friggin' movie, but um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'd like to believe that he was haunted, and now this proves that he freaking killed them all. <laughs> he killed them all. Yeah. He said it. He, he said, kill them all. Yep, yep. So, yes, if you haven't listened to that, go go listen to that episode, Valentine's Day last year. Yeah. Like I said at the beginning, Sean and I visited in, like, 2019. Unfortunately, we didn't have experiences ourselves. Uh, we thought we heard, like, a loud bang, but it's an old prison. The There's a lot of openings. Like, wind can get in, and it's it, there is room for contamination. So... Mm-hmm. Not sure. It is also super echoey. Like, you people, if there's anybody in a cell block, like, you're done for. You can hear, you know. If they go into the cells, it's a little quieter because it's all just that concrete kind of keeps it in. But in the cell blocks, it is quite loud. Um, we didn't get any strange orbs or anything in our pictures, unfortunately. I wish I would have. Um, I thought while we were, like, in the hospital wing that I was, like, poked in the middle of my back. It was just, like, this weird, like, it, like, made me turn and, like, all this thing. But... I don't know. I don't know. And at that point, I was very, like, writing it off. Like, man, that was nothing. That was nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, type of thing. Now we know. you got to be recording on an electrical device. Oh, yeah. That's you got to like, be recording on your phone. Uh-huh. And, like, I, I just feel more open to it now. Like, when we went, it wasn't like it was like, oh, we're going on a history tour of a history place. You know, now it would be like my... That would switch, and I would be I'm like, surprised. This, this, it would have been that for, in the first place. For I, me. It, it would have for me that. too. I've been watching ghost shows forever, but I just I didn't go in thinking like I think it was just I was there for the first time. There's so much history to take in. Like there's placards everywhere. Like you go into a cell, there's placards. They had uh, art installments in some of the cells. Like it was, it's just a cool place. There's videos. I think I was just overloaded at that point yeah so I wasn't there I think there were some times when I was like you know taking bursts of pictures and things but I I didn't get anything um I don't remember if I did record because I recorded when I went to Montana I remember I turned my phone on but I don't remember if I did it that day so yeah I'd like to go back Sean Mm -hmm. actually just sent me they're doing like this this Christmas thing where they're opening at night so you can go into eastern state during the nighttime oh yeah that's that's Ideal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They also do uh, in the warmer months. I think it's during the warmer months. They'll play like uh, uh, movies on the walls, so they'll like mm-hmm. project, and you can watch like an old movie in an old prison. So that's cool. Pretty cool place. Go to the website. Uh, check that out. Yeah, you can do like virtual tours. Oh, easily. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. there's virtual tours on like everything, um, and then there's also like a two volume. 51 page each like biography on the place on their website i did not go through and read everything but it is there if you want to like deep dive deep into the history of this prison and everything that came about and Mm -hmm. yeah the bureaucracy of it all um but that's all i have for today for the haunted eastern state penitentiary well we like it we love it we want some more but i know i know that's why i have the fucking doors and all the things in my house because i freaking love eastern state penitentiary it really is beautiful it's gorgeous it's absolutely and it's really not in bad shape Mm -mm. at all not for how long ago it was built no and the places that you can get to like you can go down into the hole area Mm -hmm. there's a like a death row area and you can see like the um uh the door lock mechanism Cool. It like has all the buttons and all that, and like yeah, it's it's really neat to yeah, go in I'll there. Yeah, have to go check it out. Hell yeah! And you can see like the different areas, like the tunnel escape, and you can see all of that. That I'll be researching more into. <laughs> There's a synagogue that you can go into. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's super cool. Definitely go when it's like beaut, like maybe early spring too, because you can like walk out in the yard area in between yeah. all of the different cells, houses or blocks, and I want to go into there outdoor time spot <laughs> oh they're little wreck areas yeah. yeah you can see i i think you can see pictures maybe not, i think oh you can't go in one that sucks no you can see i'm saying like before oh. you go if you wanted to like look see what it looked like yeah. i think there's pictures and like um every ghost show has been to eastern state it's like season one yeah. or season two of these ghost places it's just sought after so america's most haunted as always as always as always america's most haunted <laughs> Uh, so like ghost adventures went and when at the beginning of the episode they do they show like one of those little wreck areas it's literally just like a stone pathway 
maybe like grass growing through the cracks and then just stone walls around you. And then there's like a cell door. So yeah, you get led through the cell, I do believe, back into the wreck area. So <laughs> each one had their own, which that wasn't happening. That's kind of cool that it's like everyone gets their, their own, own wreck space. Yeah. It's neat. I thought yeah. so. It's not the best, but, and they could like garden, I guess, too. They weren't allowed to talk, but they could silently sit there and garden. It's doing something. It is. It is. And then maybe bring their Bible outside to read. Put the grass, rip out a page, smoke it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yummy. You want to know what I'm growing in my garden? <laughs> yeah, good luck. Oh, good luck. So, uh, yes. Um... Yeah, other than that, make sure to hit the subscribe button for these episodes, guys. That's way you, you don't miss a Freaky Friday. We don't want you to miss anything at all. So make sure that you hit that button. Until next week, go find us on the socials. We are literally everywhere, guys. YouTube, More Than Murder. Subscribe, hit the bell, do all the things. Find us on TikTok at More Than Murder Pod. Did you shout out the TikTok? Nope, I was just thinking oh, I forgot that. <laughs> Next they're, week, you guys. So they're not going to know. Go I mean. to TikTok next week because I forgot to put it in next week's episode. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Inception. Yeah. You uh, no yeah. Idea. Okay. <laughs> Just thought of that. So, yeah, TikTok. And then next week, TikTok. Um, so, all the weeks. Oh, yeah, all the weeks. Um, we have our trailers up there. We are searching for some content ideas for y'all. So, if there's anything you guys want to see from us, let us know. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at More Than Murder, <laughs> Twitter at More Than Underscore Murder, and Instagram at More Than Murder Pod. I took you off guard because you thought I was zoning out, didn't you? But I knew where we were. Well, no, because I lost it, so I was like, "Oh shit, is she gonna lose it now?" That'd be hilarious. No, I was I'm surprised. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. "Oh, it's oh there it time. is, there it is." And I was thinking, we should insert this part in the middle of the damn episode. Just stop like a little ad. Be like, yeah. hey guys, just so you know. Yeah, go follow us. Because if you ain't listening, ha, we're going to make you listen. I know. Um. So yes, <laughs> go follow us there. First three minutes. You um, yeah, right at the beginning. Like I said in the one, five stars. Just shout it. Mm-hmm. Um. So yes, go follow. Uh, make sure to leave us a review. Five stars. Apple reviews help us out tremendously. So leave that five star review and help your girls out. You can also leave five-star reviews on our new hosting site, Acast, Audible, and you can recommend us on Facebook. So there's so many different places that you can tell everybody about your love for More Than Murder. Mm-hmm. We would really appreciate it, too. So if you do do it, maybe we'll send you some free shit. So even if you don't love us, free shit is great stuff. So go do that. Um, for any other inquiries or just to say hi, you can email us at the Gmail, more than murderpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know, because I wrote a new outro, if we have been saying this, like, since the beginning, I don't know, but for all pictures and source documents, visit the blog on our website. <laughs> I wrote more than murderpro.com. More than murderpod.com. More than murder pro. Oh, <laughs> We're pros, guys. No, um, we don't. We didn't ever say that, really. I think maybe You're at the beginning. The blog. Yeah, I think at say. the beginning we were doing it, but then like for some reason I didn't copy it. I wrote a new outro, so I was like, "Huh, all right, well, do that. Go to the website." Um, but that's all we got. Uh, if you made it this far, thanks so much for listening. <laughs> we love you endlessly. Bye. Bye. Bye.